0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream podcast. I am your host, Yiska Cook, here with my fellow dream worker and dream sister, Ellen Ronis. Hello, Ellen.
1: Hello, Yiska, and hello, everybody.
0: So you're dreaming. You have lots of dreams or one I or two? Dreaming. Yeah, I had two real like yeah
1: like really heavy sleep and then remember remembering these dreams which always feels very juicy rich and juicy you know like connected to my soul kind of thing when that happens
0: yes well if you don't mind I'd love to delve right in okay all right um so I'll
1: go for the one that I had the night before last first and then go into the one that I had last night um so I am remembering this because I didn't write it down. Um, I'm working at a spa and it feels like no spa I've ever worked in. Um, it's It feels like an office building, like a big giant office building. And it's got lots of, you know, cubbies and sections and fl- different floors. And I'm on like whatever, like in a higher floor. And I'm about to see a client and I'm supposed to fill out some very particular kind of paperwork. And... The paperwork that was given to me on this clipboard was the wrong thing. It was like a small little piece of paper and it had some weird things on it that didn't match up with what I was supposed to, the information that I was supposed to get from my client. So I called down to the front desk and I said, Can you send this up to me? And it was like a kerfuffle. They could, whatever it was, I couldn't get this information. So I asked the client to, you know, sit tight, let me go and find what I'm looking for or get fix the mistake that was. And for some reason, I was feeling very anxious about it. And I don't know why, but it was like very important. And I don't know if it's that I wanted to do the right thing for the spa or that I just wanted to do the right thing for the client. Or I, for some reason, I was very like anxious and upset about this. So I had him sit tight, ran to the wherever I was going to the front desk, but I ended up, here's where it gets a little vague somehow go not being able to find what I was looking for in the spa so I like ran outside and this part is a little vague where I actually went but it felt like I was running um kind of right mm, how do I say this almost like floating like flying floating but right above the ground I wasn't flying because that would have been cool but I was like like if here's the surface I was yes. sort of like you know kind of like yes running very lightly across the surface Mm -hmm. and um and i was but i was going really fast and i was looking for this paperwork or whatever it was that i was looking for and i was very aware that the client was waiting for me back at the spa like i had to like really hurry up so i'm racing and racing going through city streets and all of a sudden i was like in the desert but these big giant boulder rocks and i was in the desert and and then there were these sort of like bedouin looking like as if i was in the middle east like i had gone all over the world it seemed and there were these bedouin men sitting you know whatever they were doing and then i kind of like kept going and i was like god i'm in the desert and then all of a sudden i came to this body of water and then i came to some land and then the dream ended
0: (laughs) so um yeah. Do you have a title for this dream? Uh,
1: Desperately looking for info. Des- Desperately looking for info, information.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And how did you feel when you woke up?
1: Um, gosh, there was a lot of things. It was definitely a feeling of anxiety. Like, oh my God, this guy is waiting for me and I've got to get back there. And there was no way to communicate somehow with him. That was one feeling, so like an anxiety.
0: Okay.
1: And um, also kind of like, wow, like that feeling of being very light on my feet and quick across the land and being able to see all of this different landscape. They, so there was like a conflicting feeling of really anxious and also really, really free and something like glorious about this fast moving experience, like physically fast. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah.
1: And seeing beautiful things, seeing beautiful landscapes and things that I wouldn't normally see. So sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We get, we get the tail, the tail of the kitty.
0: That tale, <laughs> She likes putting her tush in the, in the, in the, in the video. Yeah, so, um, so I can't help but notice, I guess this is a clarifying question. I feel like first I'm in the deserts of New Mexico and then I'm in like the desert of the Middle East. But I feel like it very much shifts. It feels almost like a time travel experience. Mm. Mm. We don't have mm-hmm. Bedouin in New Mexico or
1: no, it was definitely it was definitely somewhere like Middle East, yeah. like Turkey or, you know,
0: yeah. I don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thinking Egypt or like Israel, you know, and um,
1: yeah.
0: And here's another clarifying question, though it may be obvious. So this client is here at the spa for a massage.
1: Mm-hmm. Is yes.
0: That, that's what the-
1: Yes, it, it's I'm sorry. I just had to respond to that. Um yes, it's in a spa, but it's kind of a it feels like an office building kind of spa. Like it was very, very busy in a lot of different offices and hallways and that's floors.
0: Crazy. Okay. Which yeah. Okay. And do I did I have to go downstairs to get to the reception area? Do I have yeah. a memory of going downstairs before I start? running just about-
1: no not really not really I just you know I'm, I'm on I'm, I have the memory of calling the front desk yes. and there was and it was a man at the front desk like a kind of a heavy set man who reminded me of sort of a combination of different people that I know
0: I had an image of the person I was speaking with even though it was on the phone
1: yes exactly
0: that's very interesting. Exactly.
1: I didn't see him, but I had an absolute clear image of who this guy. Is.
0: What did he say again? What, what exactly did he say? Do I remember? Uh,
1: I don't think there was, I don't remember the conversation at all. It was mostly just like, I don't have the right paperwork. Can you send me up the paperwork? Okay. And then he sent me up something that was not right. Right, It was okay. not the right thing. And in fact, it was very confounding, like whatever the, the information or the writing on this paper was, was like the wrong size paper. And it was like, not, it was not legible. So it could have been like another language or something that just oh, wasn't okay. legible. Yes. made no sense to me at all. I was okay. like, no, this isn't it. I just need this form to fill out, you know, this regular form that you fill like out.
0: An insurance form or something? It wasn't
1: insurance. It was more like, you know, it actually reminded me of the, like the COVID things that we have to have people sign now. Like, you know, I'm aware of all these things. If I have any symptoms, here's my car, you know, we have to check off all these different things, you know, making sure they have their vaccination and all that stuff. So it it felt more like that, but also felt like I'm trying to get his personal information because he's my client. So I'm trying to get, well, you know, who's your doctor and were you, who recommended you and what, hurts and what do you need? And like that kind of thing, more medical history type of thing.
0: So I do I ever find it in the dream? I'm running. No. I'm sure I never find it.
1: Nope, I never find it. And I never get back to him. I but never get back to the office.
0: Does, so the anxiety, does it also feel um, like like something incomplete? Like I never finished the task? It feels
1: like I was concerned for this guy. He's sitting there like waiting for me. He's waiting for me. And I'm in like this, all this expanse of time goes by. And I'm imagining him sitting in the office waiting for me. And I never show up. So that's where the anxiety comes from.
0: So I'm going to take a leap here. And visit our gestalt ideas of we are every person in our dream? And I'm thinking... I am my client waiting for mm. me and I'm wondering ah. what am I waiting for me to do am I waiting for me to do something now do I have a task that I haven't yet completed that I am waiting for me to do
1: that's so interesting so the first thing I thought of when you said that is this this part of me that's very Capricorn even though I'm very Gemini for any of you out there who've heard us talk you know that many much much gemini but i also have a lot of capricorn energy which is very much about structure and rules and following the rules and um Ah,
0: you know that's isn't that uh, exactly
1: my yes and saturn is in the 10th house in capricorn so it's like all of that stuff so you know and hard work and doing the right thing and working, you know, working yeah. hard. That's kind of a thing for me, like working yeah. hard. So um it's almost like I have to follow the rules. Like in real in waking life in that circumstance, I'd be like, Oh, who cares? Put the paperwork aside, get on my table, and we'll start the work, you know. Tell me what's going on. And you get yeah. on the table. I don't need a lot of paperwork. Okay. Um, so but yeah there's something in that that like I'm following the rules and i and it wasn't right and I had to get it right and I had to get the right paper and the right information is like it's like, yeah. as if I didn't do it I would like get in trouble or something right.
0: um, hey okay so interesting and yeah so this this idea mm. we were playing with a little that it's two different deserts yeah, in New Mexico desert, and then I'm in more of like a Uh, Middle Eastern desert, so it's more of like the Sahara or like a sandy.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, and the weird thing is, is it was totally sandy, but it was also had these big boulders, which is very New Mexico. It is right. They don't have that in the Sahara. They just have sand. You know, there's no big. I don't think. You know, I don't. Not even sure.
0: Like Jordan, right? There's that incredible sandstone in Jordan. That's true. uh, That they carved a whole city (laughs) out of. Right? yes that's, that's right a rose-colored city
1: yes that's right so you know yeah. it could be that um yeah some combination oh. of those places somehow you want to travel <laughs> i know i know it's true i don't want to go there though but um i, I would well, I, I think, I think that that particular the image that so the very specific image of these men in these, I, yeah. I didn't say this part, but very colorful, you know, sort of hand woven colorful garb, you know, sort of caftani type things with the head, you know, um, and, and I that came, I think, also, that was part of my brain processing a, a photograph that I saw of, a, a mm-hmm friend of our the family that I live with went to is a photographer and she does all this tra- incredible travel photography like incredible stuff and so there's an image of a photograph that I actually saw that reminded me of that scene so I think that that was part of partly got into my head you know yeah. from from so- from waking waking life
0: sorry my phone's ringing I don't know what to do okay hopefully <laughs> turn it off <laughs> turn the volume down I know I think I just did um <laughs> so so that's very interesting so you said that was last night's dream and then that was the
1: night before
0: yeah say that the dream okay would you say that the dream that came after is like sequential are they like sequential well no but you know there there's uh,
1: no not really but it could be a connection Okay. Is it because it had something? Yeah. Hard to say. Okay. So it, it's one of those things that I can't see myself, which is why we tell each other dreams, right? It's why we, why we talk exactly. about our dreams because we can't always see yes. things, um, you yes. know, in a, in a different light where our brains will always go to what our brains normally go to because right. we're on like that groove. And so it's really meaningful and useful to have somebody else hear the dream, right? Like
0: Jeremy Taylor used to say is, um, is the dream never has only one meaning.
1: so And of course, that's true too, yeah.
0: Different perspectives.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Perspective.
1: So I could, yeah, I could use okay. some perspective actually on this, yeah. Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll go into, shall I go into the second dream? Yes, please. Okay. So... I was going into the desert trails by my house. I'm reading this one. Um, By my house with a straight-sided basket. So it was a basket, but it had very straight, like almost metallic. That seemed significant. I don't know that it is, but, um, and it was, uh, it was, (laughs) this is so peculiar. It was filled with something that I was looking for or something that I was bringing to the walk. Each footstep left an animated streak of bright rainbow colors. I felt that I was in search of something I was to collect in the basket, which I already said, or I was to leave the basket in order to plant it like a seed so that I could find my creativity. Oh my goodness. (gasps) Right? That's the whole dream. Yes, that's the yeah. whole dream. That was a really magical dream. Like those, was, you know. Um, I shared this actually in my writing group because I actually continued after the dream to write about, you know, just just. Yeah. But I didn't really write about the dream. I just riffed on something else, but uh, yeah. kind of connected it. Um, but somebody said, "Oh yeah, it's almost like you entered like a different." You know, like almost like you're entering the car, like a different world. Like, like suddenly, Absolutely. you know how that is. Like it's black and white, and all of a sudden, you're in color and yes. like a cartoon.
0: And I, I, I was thinking of it as, um, like, in a fairy tale when there's three tasks for the protagonist to accomplish. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it does feel like that. It shifts the consciousness. So now, yeah, um, yeah, so. If I am the dreamer and I might have, is it like possibly a bulb? That's what I'm picturing, Like like a bulb, a rhizome. Is it like a rooted thing that I have to plant or is it more of a seed? No,
1: it just, it feels like I'm supposed to just take the whole basket and plant it. Okay. So, oh. oh, and yeah. And so, so the, another thing that somebody pointed out that I thought was interesting was that it's, it's like, almost like I'm looking for something that I already have. It's yes. like, it's either, cause I even say it's either something that I'm going like to gather in the basket or it's something I already have. Right. It's something I, that I already have and that I'm going to put it in the earth and plant it. So,
0: yes. um, Oh, I love that.
1: So interesting. I know that's just yes. so interesting to me.
0: you know that the seed needs to gestate so and Mm -hmm. and, you know like what is the the stages of a plant right it it just sends its roots down first right Mm -hmm. and then a sprout Mm -hmm. and you know uh the fruit will be the last thing because flower needs to come before that and the unfurling of the leaves Mm -hmm. the whole process is beautiful i wonder how we can liken that to the creative process
1: yeah yeah i know well well um i think the creative process is exactly that it's that is it is a creative process to grow a seed
0: yes it is. right
1: that's like the nature's you know Create creativity, and so it's kind of the same, right? We like have an idea, which is a seed, and then we let that gestate, and then it sprouts a little something, and then we start to formulate it. We start to make it happen on paper or whatever, whatever yeah, creative yeah, thing root
0: first, right? We root, we have to send down the roots first. We have the to roots, like, right, right, anchor, right, incur this creative process, mm-hmm. at least enough to be committed. To do it, you know we have to be.
1: Well, there was something about the you know the way I would like put my foot down and then lift my foot up and there was this kind of wash of bright colors you know in the wake of my of each footstep. you know almost like that was the creative
0: route, maybe. I love that. That's very similar to the other dream where I'm like running above mm. I hear my footsteps are making rainbow you know, whatever picture yeah. my, that I, I feel like I do feel like they're part and parcel of the same imagery. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're also both in a desert, which is no biggie. I mean, you live in New Mexico. so Right, right. I live in the desert. So
1: that makes sense. But still, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I could be dreaming about any other place. So that is interesting. Yeah.
0: Um and I think, you know, when you first were talking about sort of gliding over the ground, I've been watching a lot of, <laughs> I have a 12-year-old, we watch a lot of superhero movies, you know, and mm-hmm. it's the, flat, the Flash, who is like the fastest runner in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, if it is Marvel, <laughs> might be mm-hmm. the other one in DC Comics, but, um, but he's he's like he's like he doesn't really even touch the ground you know it doesn't even look yeah leaving tracks right Mm -hmm. must be right or unless he's flying yeah i don't know yeah just reminded me of that sort of a Mm. superhuman and now describe again the foot the footsteps you were leaving in the second dream
1: yeah so it was like yeah, it was just walking you know I was just doing my usual walk which i do in waking life you know most days and um but i had this basket which was straight-sided and every footstep would sort of leave this wash of bright colors and it was very like it was very exciting and like fun and cool and um kind of fascinating and yeah and maybe maybe it did feel i don't know i'm not really sure how it felt but maybe it was it was like entering some different world, like God. a different, a different consciousness, a different consciousness. Like, yeah. Um,
0: have, um, I don't know if I've ever seen this in life or just saw about it, but on certain beaches, every step you take, it's like a luminescent um, light comes up because there's something mm-hmm. in the sand that. Oh yeah, yeah. That way, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and maybe, you know, maybe part of, part of, you know, the learning is that, you know, there is, even though I'm, you know, you can get forward to things like, oh, that same walk. And yeah, yeah, how many years yeah. have I been doing the same thing? Yes. Um, even though it is a beautiful place, you know, it's yes. an incredible place, but um, you know, maybe it's like finding the aliveness in what is, yeah. like just what is, what is right there. Just finding what is, what is magical. Um, yeah in, in the land that seems kind of, uh, whatever, you know,
0: I love that. I'm also seemed... someone who repeats her steps a lot, like with the hiking. Mm-hmm. I, I always really like having my walk and then I yeah. see it throughout the seasons and all yeah. my new changes. You know, one, one thing in particular, uh, was a wind storm. And then I went on my walk in Accord where I used to live and, um, And one of the trees on my walk had blown down. And I noticed it was sitting on like the edge of a cliff kind of on the edge. So it was still rooted down into the cliff but the tree was horizontal. And so I just said, all right, I'm gonna, you know pick this back up vertical. And I did with all my strength. I picked this tree back up. And then I waded down the roots with um, like granite stone. I think it was granite, like on the different roots. And I said, okay, I've, I've done all that I can do and the rest is nature and the world, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, that, that happened, I guess, in the winter. And then in the spring, my feeling was like, I've done everything I could do in the spring that very first year it was a little maple tree and its leaves were bright red it looked like a celebration and ever since that excuse me that year the leaves were just like yellow also beautiful but not quite Mm. magnificence of that first year yeah so that's one thing I mean I mean that's sort of more of a dramatic example but even something like Seeing the little efts, little salamanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. I'd like to. Get yeah. Familiar with land. Yes,
1: me too. Me too. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love having, you know, a walk or a hike that I do often, and it becomes it's like my place almost. And you do start to see the subtle things that happen, and I do I do love that. And so I I have no complaints about that. By the way, none. I'm yeah. uh-huh. beyond <laughs> grateful that I have these trails here, um, but but. Yeah. So not, but just, and, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was just about like waking up a little to the magic, wake up to the magic that's already there, you know, maybe, or, and there is something. um, So what I ended up riffing about in this writing class that started out with the dream and ended up something sort of different was um, about fun and play and being playful. Yeah. So maybe there's because, and I don't know that it was because it, I I just, that's just what I started writing. It was just what was there. But I wonder if the dream itself is kind of telling me like the playfulness of those pretty, those bright, it was really cartoony, you know, it was like turquoise and yeah. pink and, you yeah. know, not colors that you'd find in nature um, okay. in my footsteps. And okay. so it was, it was like, you know, I don't know, like something about finding pleasure and finding fun. Yes. Um, because that that was the sort of curiosity that I was writing about it was like what does it mean to feel joy like people say find your bliss find your joy we've had this conversation before
0: you. I me <laughs> what <laughs> you do you have you heard that expression yes
1: you do you, <laughs> you, do you. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, well and you know yes yeah, so but what is that even I mean <gasps> you know what I mean? Like when people say, find your joy, find your bliss. Like what is, find your bliss is that, what is that? I don't know. Like that doesn't, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not saying I don't enjoy things or have pleasure or have fun, but I've been definitely craving more fun for fucking sure. If I may say that word on a podcast. um, um Yeah. Like, and so I wonder if maybe my, psyche was trying to like find the playfulness in this ordinary walk that I do every day like maybe that was part of it like how do I just find fun like how do I just change my thinking and just be like yeah this is like how can I make this fun you know this this moment like what can I see differently yes um I don't know that's, I, that's, that's a
0: thought. Uh, that's definitely a thought. So now that's giving me thoughts to like, do I want to be, you know, snapping pictures or do I want to be, right. one thing I used to do in the woods, right, I used to be an avid hiker for years and years. Mm-hmm. And, years, and uh, mm-hmm. now it's harder for me. But what I used to do in the woods was write my poetry. And, I, and this oh, was for yeah. cell phones. So I didn't have a phone mm-hmm. in my pocket. And I would have to recite it again and again and again and again to remember it so that when I got home, I could write it all down or record it or however I would do that. Um, Another thing, it reminds me of um, one of the great Jewish Hasidic teachers, Reb Nachman, who is supposedly the great grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, who is the great scholar who started the Hasidic movement. His uh, great grandson, Rabbi Nachman, he, he coined a phrase called "hit bodidu," and and all that means is pray out loud outside. You know, cry mm. out your heart to God.
1: Mm. You
0: know, like like this is your prayer time. So mm. that became a prayer time for me also. So a creative time, and that'd i be writing, and a prayer mm-hmm. time, and that I would cry out my heart. Mm. And feel mm. like I was mm. uh, praying. Feel like I was being listened to.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I have moments like that too, where right. I'm. I'm, I'm um, like, yeah, like I was the other day, it was kind of getting dark and there was this kind of incredible, we have such incredible sunsets here. It's like insane every single night. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm observing as I'm walking and I'm like the tangerine mist, you know, falls behind the whatever, you know whatever like poetic words and th- you know observations basically about what I'm seeing imagining that I might write about it yes. and I also do take pictures and this is a picture I know those of you listening can't see but um, a oh. picture that I took yesterday oh, I just a little that. bit of snow left on the path Yes. and the grasses and, you know, just, um, you know, whatever strikes me as something that I could like paint or write about or just observe. And, you know, I do, I do love that. That is definitely what I do a lot on my walks, but I like the idea of praying. And sometimes I'll do that to
0: yeah. kind of call
1: my ancestors to be with me. Uh, I've done that a number of times and anyway, and then the
0: basket, I don't know the basket. What is the basket?
1: Like, what could that symbolize? It's like,
0: I have, uh, it's red, but it's a metal uh, flat-sided rectangle, like regular basket that I'm thinking, well, what would I use that for? And I'm thinking, I think I want to pick mushrooms for Mm. my basket. Aren't you into Mm -hmm. mycon, what do you call it? Mycology.
1: Uh, You know, I don't know, not really. I mean, I think it's cool, but I don't really know. don't trust me to pick your mushrooms that you're gonna eat, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <laughs> I like mushrooms, but um, <laughs> no, I don't really know much about like what's what, okay. so no, I wouldn't do that. But, um, okay. you know, I wonder about that concept of like the, the curiosity that I was having in the dream about, like, first of all, it was round, the basket was round, and it felt like the sides were metal, for some reason, yeah. that's why I say straight-sided, like metal but round, um, uh, and I don't know why that matters really.
0: Or uh, oval.
1: It was like cylindrical. Yeah, cylindrical. Not not a sil- cylinder, but a,
0: like a round basket. Okay, round. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm having trouble picturing how are the sides flat if it's round.
1: Um, like instead of a woven basket, it was like metal. Okay. On the sides. Okay. it's not like anything I've actually seen in waking life it doesn't actually totally make sense but um like maybe it was because I didn't want to lose what I had inside the basket I didn't want it to fall out like why else you know what I that was so specific the metal sides the street you know yeah
0: um yes
1: um like I had you know and I guess the concept of that I had something already that I was going to then, you know, plant a seed, or that I was maybe needing to collect something in the basket and that that was unsure in the dream. I, I, I'm still kind of hooked on that concept, that the question.
0: Maybe I um, need to first plant something and then I can start collecting from it, when it once it grows. Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. Or maybe I just have it already. I already have it. Yes. I already have the magic, the magic in my feet, yes. the colorful things, I already yes. have it. Yes. And I've got this thing and I already have it. And my go-to way of thinking would be, I need more. I need to find the information. I need the facts. I need yes, yes, to know yes. what to do. So I'm looking for something to put in the basket, but the truth is, is I've already got it.
0: Yes.
1: And yes. I even questioned that in the dream. Perhaps exactly. there is what I have here.
0: Instead of collecting, it's time for me to
1: yeah it's time for me to give back to the earth and to and but it had something to do with my creativity which was interesting um because that's definitely been very very up honestly um being a creative is becoming something um for me that is like first and foremost and you know I'm starting to find like a deeper meaning well I'm, I'm I'm open to finding a deeper meaning in it rather than just oh I just want to make a little painting you know um or write a poem or something. It's like being a creative as a spiritual way of life, as a way of life, and that it is meaningful. And then it's really what I want to do. <laughs> um, and so, so the fact that I was, you know, thinking to plant the seed or plant the whole basket, that's what it felt like. I was supposed to plant the basket, yeah. all of it, you know, what all of what I have uh. to, to, to put it into the ground to see what would bloom. So it
0: can take root. I love that. So it that. can take root and bloom. Yeah. And one of my favorite questions that our teacher Robert Moss asks when doing a reality check is, "Could any of this happen in future?" And my projection is that yes, I'm going to go to an antique store and I'm going to find this very mm-hmm. basket, and uh, maybe this will happen. And what will be in it? And you know what. Mm-hmm. That would be fun for me. So yeah, something that mm-hmm. could happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Could
0: be fun to make a painting of it too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a, just
1: like a sort of a, you know. Yes. N- yeah, yeah. A so, sort, yeah. Of sort of a representational imagery of, of, of the pa- you know, being on the path with the colors coming out of my feet.
0: Yes, <clears throat> I love it. And do you see the painting would be from my perspective as the dreamer, you know, walking and then, the, or do you think it, the painting would be also the, from the perspective of me also walking? So here I, it, Yeah,
1: that's a great question. It feels like it's the perspective of me, the observer. Yes. Watching, watching yeah. me, the, the person on the journey
0: the actor yes yeah yeah
1: yeah like standing over here watching just you know
0: yeah that could be um a a something to do from this dream this robert Mm -hmm. also asks us how can we honor this dream
1: yeah yeah i i like the idea of i certainly want to write more about it i would like to write more about it like what is the basket just what what could this be what is it that i have already what do i have already you know um is there something I'm I'm looking to collect? Like just just to kind you know, yeah. I feel yeah. like I I, I want to know more about
0: that. I love it. Yeah. Yes. So those are wonderful dreams. I mean, imagine, yeah. I think I've told you about uh, a very important teacher of mine who I lived with in New Mexico when I had lived in New Mexico. Um has a book called The Magic in the Ordinary. And it's Mm. Jewish wisdom overlaid with shamanism. But Mm. how similar, I mean, Judaism is is an ancient religion as is Mm. tradition, ancient, Um, and it's a wonderful book. So, and the, the author is Gershon Winkler. So I very much recommend that, The Magic in the Ordinary. I'm writing it down. Okay. Cool. Look into that. Thank you for sharing these wonderful images. I want to I want to play with them also. You know, I want Yeah.
1: But we dream for each other, right? We dream. dream. We're we're yeah, I always have the feeling in the dream world we're just it's just another time. It's just like another, I don't know, what would I say? The, um, i don't even know like another consciousness where we're all much more connected
0: that brings us to the topic we originally had said we might want to do this podcast about is are we living in a simulation
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you know it's it's so interesting when um i also have to say that i i was thinking about um I was also thinking about a spill of gasoline. You know, when you see a spill of gasoline, it has colors that are not found in nature. You know, mm-hmm. almost like, yeah. uh, almost brighter than, or like, I don't know, just not. Yes, it's like rainbow
1: color. It is like rainbow colors in, in uh, the oil.
0: Almost like neon, <laughs> like more. Mm-hmm. So than mm-hmm.
1: than yeah. That. No, you're right. Actually, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's
0: wonderful. So I want to incorporate that into my active imagination prayer cathedral, and on that I've been developing in the liminal place in my imagination. I want to add, you know, with every footstep that there's a burst of color. I think that's beautiful. I'm gonna I don't know where I'm gonna add that in. but (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. It is. It's really cool. It's a really cool image. (laughs) thank yeah. you spirit that came through me in my dream <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah
0: yeah so i don't well, thanks for
1: thanks share. for hearing all that
0: well thank you for sharing because i mm-hmm. don't i do i mean the other thing. i remember waking up this morning and a voice had said I think it use the name kelly i think it did use the name kelly it was like, wake up, Kelly, or something. But I don't remember what preceded that. And certainly nothing came after it because then I woke up. So huh. I, I don't know who's Kelly. Kelly. I just don't know. I don't really have anyone in my life named Kelly. So
1: it's a question mark. That's that's peculiar. Maybe it's your alter ego and something in your in your unconscious was like, wake up to that. Time to see that other thing, that other part of yeah, you. Yeah, well, whatever.
0: Definitely.
1: Whoever Kelly represents.
0: I'll keep my eyes and ears open. I'm thinking, yeah. of, like, isn't Kelly Ripa, Rippa, the name of like some View, The View, or like uh, comment comments on popular? Yeah,
1: yeah, she was oh. like a talk show host, I think.
0: Yeah, I'll see if there's anything. Um, Interesting from Kelly Ripper. Maybe yeah. Yeah, or
1: just like meditate on that name, see what comes. Maybe it's like a just maybe it's just an energy, like a certain energy. Yes, yeah. You know, I will. Like what is a what is a Kelly? What does a Kelly feel like? (laughs) You know, some names or like a person like named something has like a certain vibe.
0: You know, I'm thinking of it's um really the only Kelly that I know of. Other than Kelly Rippa is, did you watch the the American version of The Office? Isn't the Indian woman named Kelly, the woman who has a crush on that young guy,
1: Josh? I don't remember okay. well, her name. I remember her. I watched it a lot. Yeah. I loved that show, but I don't remember her name. Actually, I don't think it was Kelly. I think
0: yeah. it was Kelly.
1: You do? Okay.
0: I think it was, but I might be wrong. I mean, it's good. Yeah, I don't remember. Chance I am right <laughs> So, well, anyway, mm-hmm. Ellen, again, thank you so much.
1: You are so welcome. Thank you so much. And thank you, listeners, for listening. And uh, hopefully that was useful somehow.
0: Yes. And we'll remind mm-hmm. listeners we're happy to work on dreams of yours as well. You just need to send me a message on Facebook, uh, the dream stream podcast I don't know if podcast is in in the title of my Facebook page but you can write to me and then we'll we'll explore your dreams yes definitely I mean I get it yes
1: yes we'd love we would love to explore other people's dreams for sure and you know the thing to also keep in mind is that you know like how Yiska you're gonna sort of take in that imagery of the foot colorful footprints it's like we we can really get things, you know, we do dream for each other in a way, you know, yes, it's my psyche that's sharing the screen. So, so there's my psychology and my energy, but you know, it does come from something, someplace else that's yes. not my own mind. And so right. we are connected in that space and we can really, you know, sometimes it's something an imagery that's from another dreamer is like, wow, that's really meaningful to me. That really reminds me of something or makes me think of something. So we learn things from each other
0: in that world. I love that. In that world. So true. So true. Yeah. Hey, listeners, you got a lot out of this. And, um, and we'll say goodbye to our listeners. Holomod metukim sweet dreams sweet dreams okay (laughs) so ellen and i stayed on um after making the podcast and ellen has some incredible insights that she wants to share with us yeah thanks um yeah i thought
1: it was important to recognize the the real connection between these two dreams and it kind of came to me in our chat as an aha like In the first dream, when I was looking for this information, uh, you know, this sort of form that I was supposed to fill out for this guy with the massage form or whatever, and I couldn't find it. And I kept thinking that I needed this information. I need this information. And the truth is, I really didn't need the information. In order for me to do my work, I really didn't need any new information. Um, And in the second dream, it was like the next level. Not only did I not need it, but I already had it in the basket. So I feel like that was a really interesting connection. Yes. I, Sorry, about, about to lose battery power. Um, and that feels, yeah, that felt important, I think, to say. It, it felt important for me in my own process to, to yeah. hear that. But also the way dreams can connect, even though they really don't seem connected. I know. Um, but the more you explore it, the more you can find the connection. And that makes more meaning, I think, for each of us as individuals when right. we're exploring our own dreams. Okay. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say that I had an idea and uh, to our listeners, and that is that not only um, would we be delighted to hear your dream and explore your dream with us on a podcast, um, but if you have any insight into the dreams that we present, uh, because yes, of course, it's my dream or it's Yuska's dream, but w- it's very much in the in the unconscious, in the in, I don't in the in the the sort of how do I say that? The matrix, in the, ether. It's in the, the ether. ether, in the ether, yeah. And so, you know, the imagery is universal really. Um, and so I think it would be wonderful if you have any interest, listeners, um, to, to, to uh, send a message like, well, in, in, my, in my opinion or my uh, estimation of this, my projection of this dream, you know, you always wanna own it from a subjective perspective. Yes. Um, that it's whatever you say about the dream is your feeling. It's not about me, the dream, yes. the dreamer. Um, and it would be great to hear what you, um, what you have to say if you have any thoughts or ideas.
0: I love that. And that's why what we do is projective dream work so I can live into what certain images would mean had I dreamed them. And that's the way we present our ideas. If it were my dream, I would think. Yes and such
1: (laughs) right right Robert Moss used to have the line in my dream of your dream wasn't that something yeah in my dream of your dream so it's like as if I'm the one who's dreaming the dream I'm feeling like this or like that and then it makes it your own too it makes it your own imagery so um and also it helps me as the dreamer to see a different perspective wonderful
0: so we're We're realizing you can also leave this dream or projection on YouTube on this YouTube channel, which is the Dreamstream podcast. So either on Facebook, Dreamstream podcast, or on the YouTube channel. I'll receive it either or. Thank you, Great, Ellen.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Okay, take good care.
1: Okay, bye-bye.